What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Hey everybody, welcome to the Empire Stickets Network Podcast. I'm Pete, that's Evan, and on today's show, yes, he's waving, and on today's show, we're going to discuss the ramifications of Facebook permanently banning Louis Farrakhan, along with provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos, and legitimate crazy person Alex Jones. Plus, Kirsten Gillibrand wants to spend $600 per citizen in taxpayer money to go towards political campaigns to try and get corruption out of it. That's hilarious. And lastly, how the House, the Democratic House, voted in favor of illegal immigrants voting, but the vast majority of New Yorkers, according to a Siena poll, are absolutely against it. Before we get into any of that, first of all, if you're new to the show, welcome. The Empire State Conservative Network podcast is from New York-based conservatives. Of course, they're tired of how their state is being run. They're also sick and tired of being ostracized as friends, family, and coworkers for thinking differently than they do about politics, life in general. Mainly, it's because you've opened a book and you've thought critically, and they are unable to do such a thing. Now, Evan, let's begin with Kirsten Gillibrand, who proposed again, just to rehash, if you thought you misheard me, I will reiterate, she proposed to give every voter $600 to donate towards political campaigns. She calls it her clean elections plan. So let me read a little bit about it. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Before before you read it, this is essentially Kirsten Gillibrand trying to turn the, Demo- well, the democratic process into Dave and Buster's. Yeah, that's essentially what you do. But, but you read and then we'll discuss it further. Yes. So in her, in, this is per Reason Magazine written by Billy Binion. In her first major policy proposal, the 2020 presidential election, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, a long shot candidate for the Democratic nomination, is suggesting that every voter <laughs> doesn't get much fucking longer than that. Yep. That every voter <laughs> be given $600 to donate to federal election campaigns affectionately named Democracy Dollars, she says a taxpayer-funded venture will clean up elections and, quote, attack the corrupting influence of, <laughs> of money at its core. All right, I can't read this anymore. This is... This, oh, go ahead, go ahead. This is, this is little more leftist little baby bullshit. This is let's treat everyone like a two-year-old and everything is fair and everything is equal and you get to choose who... Like, it's really... It, like I said, it's Dave and Buster's. She's turning the elections into Dave and Buster's. Here's your power card. You want to give $200 to Bernie? You want to give $200 to Kamara? You want to get, like, it's really, really ridiculous. It's so stupid. She is really solidifying herself as, she's, I think she's trying to battle AOC for the dumbest person in politics. I really think that's what, she, what she's going for. Because no one wants her. She's pulling at what? Less, it's less than 1%. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's pulling at 0%. It's oh, like, like zero? I think it's zero. Last time I checked, it was zero. But so, lower than the last time I looked. That's nuts. Yeah. So, honestly, no one wants this woman, and she's grasping at straws. It's, it's pathetic. It is so pathetic. This is a woman who once said that she slept with a gun under her pillow and then later apologized for it because she decided to be, quote, woke and leftist. It's really absolutely ridiculous. Yes, the same woman who was rated as an A member by the NRA and – has flip-flopped on every single policy she has ever stood for from the time she entered politics 10 years ago to now. She has outdone Hillary Clinton in that regard. And yeah, Did she not see that the Hillary, scan- the Hillary strategy doesn't work? No, it really doesn't. 
Because you know what? I mean, a lot of people, yes. I mean, obviously us and a lot of people watching or listening, you're probably more up to date on politics and history and economics and all the things that matter as opposed to the average American citizen. But that being said, most people wake up to bullshit. I mean, that's what made me go right of center because when Bernie got screwed in, in 2016 and I saw the corruption in the DNC and then I looked into the corruption of Hillary Clinton and then the corruption behind the Democratic Party and then how, yeah, as we talk about almost every episode, they're marketing geniuses. They just, they're, they're able to manipulate and use emotional trigger phrases to get the public to think that they're for them when in actuality, all they're doing is taking more of their money and more of their rights away. And this is no different. So democracy dollars to take corruption out of politics. What do you think $600 for every registered voter is going to do for these politicians? It's going and where does this money come from? Exactly. Well, that's another thing too. It's coming from us. It's taxpayer dollars. So she wants to create, I'm sure, some type of fund and, and allocate $600 per registered voter in the United States so that they can contribute to whatever campaigns they so choose in the amounts up to $600, which is absolutely ridiculous. And, and we've talked about this ad nauseum with Beto from his senatorial bid in Texas to all these people who have made millions upon millions of dollars in politics. They make the mass majority just running, even if they know they're not going to win. Gillibrand's going to walk away with probably seven figures even polling at 0%. And adding $600 of free money, essentially, it was not free. It, it, it sounds free, but it's not. But taking $600 per registered voter to put into their pockets is literally stealing from the American people. That is the exact, that's exactly what it is. So I bet you AOC, AOC is going to come out and endorse us next. Oh, fuck yeah, she is. You go 100%. Dude, we give AOC. Yeah, yeah, that, that is our AOC dump shirt, which you can buy at our store, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com forward slash store. For those of you who are watching, if you're listening, just go to the store when you get a chance and check it out because it's hilarious and you will love it. So long story short, Kirsten Gillibrand, probably one of the worst presidential candidates of all time. She's up there with Elizabeth Warren, and it's just not good. Now, let's move on to how New York voters, according to a CNN poll, oppose giving driver's licenses to undocumented immigrants. So this is per the Auburn pub. I don't know what the hell this is. Auburnpub.com. But most New York voters oppose a proposal to allow undocumented immigrants to obtain driver's licenses, according to a new Siena College poll released Monday of this week. A survey of 700 registered voters found 61% oppose allowing undocumented immigrants to get driver's licenses. While liberals strongly support the plan and other demographic groups, such as blacks and Latinos, favor it, there's strong opposition to the proposal, said Siena pollster Steve Greenberg, quote, overwhelmingly, Republicans and independents, upstaters and downstate suburbanites oppose allowing undocumented immigrants to get driver's licenses. So basically, everyone outside the city. The poll result is reminiscent of the public opposition to allowing undocumented immigrants to obtain driver's licenses when former, gov when former governor, excuse me, Elliot Spitzer raised the possibility during his brief tenure more than a decade ago. At the time, county clerks across the state led the opposition to Spitzer's plan. The opponents included Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, who was the Erie County clerk when Spitzer released his proposal. Hochul revealed last year that she now supports, so another flip-flopper on the Democratic side, this time at the state level. So Hochul revealed last year that she now supports allowing undocumented immigrants to get driver's licenses. But Democrats now controlling both houses of the state legislature, there has been a renewed call for the state to address the matter. 
State Senator Luis Sepulveda, who we've mentioned a few times and who was god-awful, introduced a bill that would authorize the State Department of Motor Vehicles to issue standard licenses to undocumented immigrants. He explained that the bill could benefit New York's economy and it would boost public safety. He said, and I quote, undocumented New Yorkers should not fear prosecution for not having proper identification when coming in contact with local law enforcement. I can't read this anymore. Jesus Christ. First of all, if you're here illegally, stop, I hate the term undocumented. It's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's Ill- they're here illegally. Second of all, you're saying you're a, you're a criminal. You're, you're here illegally. Exactly. But go on. If you're here legally, you should fear interactions with law enforcement. You should not be in this country. Nope. Se- lastly, you know how much documentation it takes to get a driver's license, birth certificate, social security card, all this stuff. If you're illegal, you don't have any of this stuff. So guess what? All you do is walk in, say, oh, I'm an undocumented immigrant. And I'd like to drive. I'd like to do my driver's license, whatever road test, or whatever it is, exam, whatever, whatever they're giving them. Yep. So now anyone can go in. I could go in and say, "Oh no, I'm Hispanic. I'm, you know, my family's from Mexico. My parents came here when I was there. Right? They, I can. I can pull it yep. off. It'd be difficult, I but I can pull it off. And what would they say? Because if they, if they, if they tried to tell me that I was lying, it opens them up for lawsuits. Because if it's state law that allows them to get it, then you can't, you can't deny it to them. So I could go in if I'm 17 and get a license and tell them that I'm 21. They go, well, I need your birth certificate. Well, I don't have one. I'm undocumented. So now you have 17, 18, 19-year-olds getting actual driver's licenses that are telling people they're over 21. So this yep. is a big problem. This is very – it goes beyond voting. It becomes a public safety issue because now, yep. one, you have impulsive new drivers getting real IDs that are using fake ages. People can get real IDs with fake names. You're going to have more instances of underage drunk driving because they're going to be able to go to bars and they're going to be able to go buy alcohol whenever they want. Mm-hmm. It's, this is a horrible, horrible idea. It's absolutely disgraceful that anyone supports this. There's no reason to support giving illegal immigrants driver's licenses. There is no reason. They shouldn't be in this country. Driving is a privilege. You should not have that privilege if you should not be here. End of, this, end of story. Absolutely. And, and this is just another example, too of how the Democrats in this state are trying to utilize our taxpayer dollars towards giving illegals free stuff and making it easier for them to acquire said free stuff. If you are an American citizen in New York State, so you're a New York State resident and an American citizen, and let's say you're a family of four or five, you want to send a kid to college and you want to apply for a scholarship, there's a whole lot of shit you got to go through and you're probably not going to get it unless you're living under the poverty line with a family of four or five. If you're undocumented, you, you hit it right on the head when it comes to drunk driving and a, and a, but a whole bunch of other things. They don't have to prove shit because they have nothing. So they can, they, they're going to have an easier time getting driver's licenses than we are. So, so a 16-year-old kid who wants to get his or her learner's permit is going to have to go through more documentation, more verification than someone who shouldn't even be here in the first place. It's ass backwards. And the other thing, oh, this will generate more revenue for the state. Where is the money going? This, our state doesn't need more money. Our state oh. needs to spend less money. This is this thing where, oh, it generates tax revenue. We knew it's great. Our tax dollars already don't go anywhere. It's already going nowhere. Like, really, why are we giving the government more money? They've already shown that they cannot spend our money wisely. They cannot spend it properly. Why would we want to give more money towards the government? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You're hundred percent right. And, but again, 
going back to Gillibrand too at the beginning of the show. Nothing they're saying makes sense. And and they use these words like like avoiding corruption and, and they and they argued you said this is a public safety issue, which it is in so many different ways, but they say it's better for public safety, which doesn't make any sense. I, what, what does, even assuming their argument, how does an illegal immigrant having a driver's license impact public safety? How does that help? In because any way? The, what, what, they'll, what they'll claim, which is not true, or if even if it is true, it's not really a big impact on public safety. Because first of all, if you're an illegal immigrant and you get a driver's license, you should be following all the rules of the road, right? You shouldn't be getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. But- if you get pulled over now, you're less likely to flee. You're less likely to do other things because you have a driver's license and they can't question you on your immigration. Oh, shit. No, I'm telling you, it's bullshit, but that's going to be their argument. 100% guaranteed. But it's 100% bullshit. It is. It's garbage. It's a garbage argument made by garbage people to push their own agenda. And this is, the, they, this is what they do. They do this shit all the time. It's the same thing. It's all, it's, it's lies. It's lies and bullshit. It's like how they say the country's in shambles, yet we have record low unemployment for the last 50 years. Yep. It, it's all a whole bunch of bullshit. And it's what they push because they can't get elected on policy. No, every person I talk to, I know what this poll said. They don't poll everybody. Every person I've spoken to about giving illegal immigrants driver's licenses, even people who are like staunch liberals who I work with, none of them are in favor of it. Nope. Not one person has said, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Why? You don't respect the rules of the country. What's going to make us think that you're going to respect the rules of the road? Yeah. I told you about that guy when I worked in Bedford. We pulled him over. For, well, we didn't pull him over. Sorry. He fell asleep at a stop sign. Okay. With the car running. He fell asleep at a stop sign. And his BAC was like, it was like three times the legal limit. It turns out he, it was his sixth DUI. He'd been deported three times. The, people like that have, and this is, listen, this is not every illegal immigrant. But this is a growing number of people, and we're seeing it more and more in the news. They, uh, these people, one, if you're coming here illegally, you don't respect this country. Whatever your situation is, you do not respect the laws of this country because you're breaking them coming in. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Two, a growing number of criminals are fleeing into this country to escape places like jails in El Salvador and Mexico because those places are completely horrible. Their prison systems you might as well throw them all in a big pit. It'd be like Game of Thrones style and throw a, a pool cue in the middle. Like, that's really what they're doing down there. But they're coming here, and they are killing people. They are robbing people. They are going after our law enforcement. They're going after our citizens, and it cannot be allowed. So this whole nonsense of giving them driver's licenses, which then the next step, obviously, is letting them vote in elections, it, it's really it's a whole bunch of nonsense, and no person in their right minds can support it. You can't. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforalloccasions.com. Yep. Yeah, and speaking of that, let's let's move on to a next the next one similar topic. So, uh, recently the Democratic House voted in favor of illegal immigrants voting. So you're right. This that's exactly what this type of legislation would lead to. So this is per Ryan Saavedra at the Daily Wire, who's turned into a very good reporter. The Democrat he, he controlled, is very good. I like his. He stuff. is good. Um, the de- the Democrat controlled House of Representatives voted on Friday. So that, that was this pet. Well, that was back in March to defend. Lo- local governments that chose to allow illegal aliens to vote in their elections. 
said uh, the Washington Times, quote, the vote marks a stunning reversal from just six months ago when the chamber, then under GOP control, voted to decree illegal immigrant voting. The 228 to 197 vote came as a part of a broader debate on Democrats' major legislative priority this year, H.R. 1, the For the People Act, Jesus Christ, which includes historic expansions of voter registration and access, as well as a major rewrite of campaign finance laws, said Dan Crenshaw, our favorite congressperson, our actual favorite congressperson, not our fake one, which is AOC. Um, He said, and I quote, it sounds like I'm making it up. What kind of government would cancel the vote of its own citizens and replace it with non-citizens? Good question, Crenshaw. Today, I offered a motion, this is still Crenshaw speaking, to recommit H.R. 1 reaffirming that only U.S. citizens should have the right to vote. The Democrats rejected it. Next time you go to the ballot box, keep that in mind. The future of their party is in cities like San Fran, where illegals can vote. Let that sink in. The Times noted that Crenshaw pointed to last year's vote when 49 Democrats crossed the aisle and stood against illegal alien voting. Only six Democrats joined Republicans on Friday. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, this was back in March, but I found this uh, and I thought it ties right in because that was, ex- that was one of the things I was thinking is that that is a segue towards them voting in our elections. And what right does an illegal immigrant have in voting in, in a U.S. election? That's a great no. question, Peter. The answer is they don't have one because they're not citizens of this country. Exactly. People who are Puerto Rican citizens, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory cannot vote in federal elections. They technically have like U.S. citizenship and all these things, but they can't vote in federal elections. Right. So why would we let people who hop the border and come here illegally and violate the laws of this country vote in elections? It makes no sense. And you said it though, this is the future of their party because people, the Blexit movement, the Lexit movement, all these people, they're leaving the Democratic Party, the walkaway campaign is reaching out to the gay community. All these people, they're turning into free thinkers. And once you become a free thinker, there's no way you can stand by the Democrats. You don't have to be a conservative, but there's no way you can stand by the Democratic Party. I'm telling you, even though, even if people who leave the Democrats, there will be a new, there's going to be a new push for moderate Democrats. It's going to be free thinkers who, they might still believe in big government, but they're not going to be supporting this new wave of the Democratic Party. They can't. No. There's no way. Because if I'm, if I'm working 40 to 60 hours a week, I look at my paycheck and I look what I get. And then I realize there's all these people, illegals getting free stuff, free college. Gold Star family is not getting free college. My dollars are not going towards not even people in my country. It's not even people too lazy to work. It's people who shouldn't even be here, who don't respect this country. It's absolutely disgusting. And so many people were so afraid to come out as conservative or afraid to come out as moderate because they are labeled by the left as racists and bigots. And it's all a whole bunch of nonsense. But really, this, this, this is really ridiculous. The fact that the Democrats are picking illegals over American citizens is disgraceful. How anyone can stand by the Democratic Party now is beyond me. And I keep saying that because I don't get it. I really don't understand how you could stand by a party that backs people like Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and doesn't back Gold Star families. Like, how are you picking illegal immigrants over the children of military and first responders who were killed serving their country and their communities. It, it, it really, there's, it, it's insane. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have an aneurysm. It's crazy. Like, I don't get it. He did just turn pink, by the way. I know, my whole face is red now. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. And, and it's just because... You mentioned the Blexit movements and all these, the walkaway movement, all these movements where people are leaving the Democratic Party. And again, you're right. They may not come 
to be a Republican. They may not even consider themselves conservative, but they're, I guess they're independents or somewhere in the middle, they're moderates. And it's because of these very principles that the Democrats continue to choose people who you're right, are blatantly disrespecting our laws and our sovereignty and coming here illegally in the name of free shit from states like ours, like New York, which is now, you know, we didn't talk about this today and we don't really have to go into depth because everyone knows what's going on. They're trying to make New York a sanctuary state. So not just make New York City a sanctuary city, which it already is, but a sanctuary state. California is in the same boat. And there are are a few other states across the union that are like this as well. And they're coming here because they're going to be given the royal treatment because compared to where they came from, whether they were criminals like the guy you mentioned who who you found passed out of stops on with six DUIs and three deportations on his record, whether it's someone like that or just someone who knows, if I can cross the border, if I can get past ICE and Border Patrol, and if I can get to a state like California or New York, I'm guaranteed free shit. And, and I'm going to be given the royal treatment. I can vote in elections. I can get a driver's license without any documentation or verification of my identity. It's a cakewalk. Who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't even take that chance if you're coming from the conditions and the places these people are coming from? You can't blame them. But the Democrats are losing voters and, and American citizens of all you know, shapes, sizes, colors, creeds, and sexual orientations for that very reason. Because they used to be for those people. At least that's what they said. They never were, obviously. That's what they said. Now, they're not even for them. They're for people who shouldn't even be here because they know they're losing those people in record numbers uh, in the elections and they need new voters. So they're going to incentivize you. Hey, you come here, you get this free shit. You got to vote for us and keep us in office or else you're going to lose all your free stuff. That's exactly what they're doing. It's so easy to see. Like, like it's, it's ridiculous that people don't see this. Yeah, and they push stuff like socialism. And you look at Venezuela, where people are literally getting run over, not even shot in the streets. They're getting run over by the military because they have no way to fight back against the government. They are in the streets. And this is what I always tell people. You think you have freedom of speech, or you think you have right to assembly. Once you lose the right to bear arms, that goes out the window. Because oh, yeah. once the military can just run you over, like Tiananmen Square and now Venezuela, they don't have to care. Mm-hmm. Until you, until once you lose the ability to shoot back, you're done. That's it. You have nothing. And people, yep. people are waking up to this because they see Venezuela, and they see like this is insane. People are starving to death. People are revolting. Maduro refuses to accept results of the election. He like, it's nuts. People are in the streets trying to take back their country, and they're getting run over by military vehicles. Yep. Yes, it's, it's awful what's going on there. And it, it really is a wake-up call. And Glenn Beck did a special. And I, I really suggest that you know, if you're not as informed about socialism, you know, Jeff Moore's written a, a series on it, which you can read but uh, on our website, EmpireSecondServeNetwork.com forward slash blog. But Glenn Beck did a video special. It's it two and a half hours. It's long, but it's worth watching. And he did it, uh, I think it was Wednesday night. And it was on the rise of socialism in this country. And he also found a document from the Soviet Union because remember, when the Soviet, after World War II, um, there, there was a treatise that was signed in Europe that indicated that nobody could just go into a country like Germany did and steamroll them and take it over. You can't do that anymore. So what the Soviet Union did was it kind of took countries like Czechoslovakia and it turned the people against their government, which was capitalistic and democratic at that time, and they flipped it to become a member of the Soviet Union. So it was under Russian control. 
That is exactly what happened. And, and it's going on in this country as we speak. And this is part of it, allowing people to come in and attacking what we stand for, freedom of speech, our right to bear arms, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's two and a half hours. You should check it out. It's on YouTube. Maybe I'll even link it. But anyway, let's move on to our final thing, talking about totalitarian control. So you guys have probably heard, and we're going to be doing a video about this in the near future. We partnered up with Solomon Tack. Chris Ryder, we had on the show last Friday and some other people about censorship on social media platforms. And now, if you guys hadn't heard earlier, that Louis Farrakhan, who's one of the worst human beings on the planet, along with Milo Yiannopoulos, who's hilarious, and uh, Alex Jones, it's who's a still lunatic. Kind of a, still kind of a scumbag. He's a scumbag, no question, but he's hilarious. <laughs> but that's I, his job. That's what he does. His job is to piss people off. That's what he does. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. And Alex Jones is insane but also extremely entertaining to watch, even if- The frogs are gay, Peter. The frogs are gay. Listen, I mean, when the frogs are gay, you got to check your <laughs> shit. But anyway, I'm going to read a little bit. This is from The Blaze um, about what happened. And then Evan and I are going to discuss the ramifications of this because while some people very much on the surface level say, well, they kicked off Milo, who definitely is conservative. They kicked off Alex Jones, who's just a lunatic. He's all over the place. And they kicked off Louis Farrakhan, who is connected to Obama, is connected to Ilhan Omar. Like, he's been connected. Snoop Dogg, even yesterday, when he, when he got the news that Farrakhan was going to be gay, and he actually pushed for people to put up videos of Farrakhan all over the Snoop, internet. Snoop Dogg is now on my shit list, by the way. He's been there, but now he is 100% dead to me. That's done. It's awful, dude. I know and, he's very upset about it, but, like, really? Sorry, Snoop. It's, you know, it's it. Last straw. I mean, there's a reason to be upset about this, but it's not because it's Louis Farrakhan. Certainly not the case. But let me read a little bit about it, and then Evan and I are going to discuss. So this is, again, from The Blaze. So Facebook and Mike C. and Dell is the writer. So Facebook has announced that it is permanently banning a number of people from its platform for being, quote, dangerous. These include right-wing conspiracy theorists and white nationalists like Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos. By the way, that's not, it's not all true in these cases. Paul Nellen, Paul Joseph Watson, and Laura Loomer as well as infamous left-wing anti-Semite Louis Farrakhan. Accounts belonging to these people were also permanently banned from Instagram, which is obviously owned by Facebook. So what we know is in a statement on Thursday to CNN Business, Facebook said, and I quote, we've always banned individuals or organizations that promote or engage in violence and hate, regardless of ideology. The process for evaluating potential violators is extensive, and it is what led us to our decision to remove these accounts today. Facebook said that the individuals it was banning posted content that was, quote, dangerous. Some of these people, including Jones and Yiannopoulos, had been banned from Facebook before, but only temporarily. Twitter has also suspended accounts for Jones, Yiannopoulos, and Loomer. Jones's conspiracy-laden outfit, Infowars, is also banned from both Facebook and Instagram. Although Facebook has faced accusations in the past that the social media giant is biased against conservatives, which it fucking is, the company said that it relied on a number of criteria, including calls for violence, slurs, and violation of hate speech rules, in order to make the decision. So we can go on and on. But Evan, why don't, you, why don't you lay the groundwork for why this, generally speaking, again, neither of us are fans of Louis Farrakhan, and we're not huge fans of a lot of the people that were just listed. I love Paul Joseph Watson, but that's about it. And Alex Jones is hilarious. But why is this bad for those who are, aren't clear as to why this is bad? All right, so first of all, this whole, this whole nonsense about hate speech, it really has to go. It really does because they just, I guarantee Facebook is trying to play the game now. So they saw that they had, they wanted to ban Loomer and they wanted to ban um, Watson and Alex Jones and Infowars. They wanted to get rid of Yiannopoulos. 
but they were like, oh, wait, we have to get rid of someone else on the other side also, so we show that we're kind of being fair. Louis Farrakhan has been the biggest piece of shit on the planet for like the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. He's been saying this shit that Jews are termites, that Hitler was a good person for 50 years. This is not new. This is not, didn't this didn't just happen. That being said, Louis Farrakhan is the biggest piece of shit. On the, oh, wait, I just said that. Sorry. I just wanted to really get, reiterate how big of a piece of garbage Louis Farrakhan is. It really is. But let's get back to the main point. The main point is that this is censorship. So as much as I hate Louis Farrakhan, and anyone who just heard the last 10 seconds understands, I despise Louis Farrakhan on a cellular level. Every single inch of that guy should be put into a baler and crushed into a flat thing and then thrown out into outer space so no one ever has to see him again. But that being said, this is still censorship. This next segment is from our new sponsor, Royalty Auto Leasing. Royalty Auto Leasing is a fully licensed automobile brokerage that services the tri-state area. The advantage of using them over going to a dealership is simple. Better prices at a greater convenience. There is no need to go from a dealership to dealership anymore looking for a car. They make absolutely sure you get the best possible price on any new make or model. From delivering the vehicle directly to your home or office, to returning your lease when it is up, to early trading arrangements, they do it all. Visit RoyaltyAutoLeasing.com to learn more. And unless he is actively calling for violence, which none of these people have done, this is the problem. None of these people have called for violence. So regardless of how disgusting Louis Farrakhan is, how much some people don't like Milo Leonopoulos or Alex Jones or Laura Loomer, Laura Loomer's a little loony, but she's not calling for violence, guarantee you. These people should not be censored. This is censorship. This is a violation of the First Amendment. It is. Yep. And like I said, I hate Louis Farrakhan. Despise every single thing that he has said out of his mouth. I have, per I have not given one cent to any person that has publicly supported Louis Farrakhan, to my knowledge. Will Smith gave money to Louis Farrakhan? Never watched another Will Smith movie again. That's it. That's how much I despise Louis Farrakhan. He still should not be banned. No. He still has the right to free speech. Mm -hmm. You do not have to agree with him. You do not have to enjoy anything that they're saying. You could be offended by what they're saying. A lot of the stuff he says is absolutely disgusting. But that being said, it is his viewpoint he is not calling for violence against anybody. He should not be banned. This is censorship. This is a violation of our First Amendment rights. No, it absolutely is. And this is getting to be a dangerous time, not included in what, what I just read. But Steven Crowder, you know, Louder with Crowder, you know, of one of the funny conservative shows on the internet, his YouTube channel is on the verge of being banned because he had an X number of strikes against him in a certain period of time. And he has so many strikes against him. <laughs> no, I know. And some, you know, you know, sometimes maybe you see it, but, but for the most part, look, speech is harmless in my opinion. Unless you're directly inside, you know you have like crazy avid followers where if you say, attack this person or burn this building down or do something like that, I can guarantee you that it doesn't incite violence. There may be crazy people or hateful people who agree with some of these people like Louis Farrakhan. That doesn't mean that they're doing any damage. The best, uh, the best alternative to these things is to have a debate. It's for people to respond. So when Louis Farrakhan says something messed up, people like Ben Shapiro can denounce him and prove how much of a scumbag he really is. 
That's what free speech is for. That's why it exists. It's better to let people like Richard Spencer have a platform and speak and say all the awful things that he says than to shut him up. Because when he shut up, just with Alex Jones, Alex Jones made so much money when he was banned from Twitter. So much money and taken off YouTube. Because people then were interested. Why was this guy banned? The only way you can see his videos and everything is to subscribe. And he made a lot of money. You, they are indirectly, if they really think they're doing good, which I don't think they're doing, I think they got rid of Farrakhan because they needed to try and counterbalance it a little bit. So they took off all these conservative pundits, and now they take off Louis Farrakhan, who, again, has ties to the left. Obama, Will Smith, you mentioned, who... Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. I mean, all these people have been linked and seen in public numerous times with Louis Farrakhan, who, again, is probably one of the worst human beings on the planet as it stands, and maybe one of the worst people of all time, for all we know. So, long story short, this is very dangerous, and this is why we need to have a discussion, too, about is Facebook a publisher or a platform? Because if they are deciding who they're having on their site and who they're not, then they are a publisher, which means then for the remaining people on the site, pages, personal profiles, whatever, they are liable for what those people say. And they have to be extra vigilant about following their framework and taking those people off and also being in accordance with state federal laws. And on the flip side, if they're a platform, they have to just let it be like the wild, wild west like it was and just deal with the fallout. So it's, it's very interesting what's going on in the legal sense. And they also want Congress, they want the government to, uh, to regulate them. And, and it's to protect them from Europe because a lot of European countries are not happy um, with, with how they are in terms of speech and whatnot. But I don't know. This is a bad precedent, and it's probably not going to be good for conservatives in the next year or two. I think leading up to 2020, you're going to see a lot more conservative pundits who are not as controversial as some of these people being deplatformed and taken off Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And I'm sure it's going to be because the Democrats have no chance in 2020, especially after the events with the Mueller or the Barr hearing earlier in the week. Yeah, but that it goes to a bigger issue, though, and the left pushes this all the time. It comes back to the MAGA hats, where speech is violence, and if you misgender someone, then it's the same thing as rape. And it's not. It's not. Speech is not violence. It's not. And people like Ilhan Omar have said the same thing, and they're trying to use these things where speech is violence to say anyone who comes out against Ilhan, Ilhan Omar is inciting violence against her, and it's not true. It's not. Speech is not violence. Me saying, me going up to someone and calling them a jackass is not the same as me walking up to somebody and punching them in the face. It's not the same. And the second that you forget that, that's when we will lose the right to free speech. You look at places like England where you can be arrested for putting offensive memes on the internet. It's Mm -hmm. absurd. That is not a free society. We live in still somehow we're losing a lot of it, but we still live in a free society. And I think Ben Shapiro said this, and it's been said a million times, freedom of speech is essentially I get to wave my hand around in front of your face as much as I want until I make contact with your face. The second I make contact with your face, that is violence. But me saying whatever I want to say unless I'm calling for violence and me saying I hate Louis Farrakhan or I hate Ilhan Omar is not calling for violence against them. No. It's not. Absolutely not. So – 
Words are not, words are not violence. Words are not, you know, words can't be rape. This is not the way it works. So we really need to make sure that we stand up and we have to stand up for our second amendment. And now's the time we really need to stand up for the first. It's becoming exceedingly important that we don't cave into the left. It's real. If we don't, if we do, we're going to lose everything. If we lose the second, we're going to lose the first and then everything's gone. It's gone. Yep. It's all gone. We're going to turn, because- turn to Canada. <laughs> yeah, because because then what what's next? You lose the right to privacy because then if you start calling out the government for right to privacy, they will they'll know that's that you can't speak out against the government a- anymore. We just got rid of freedom of speech. So people don't really don't understand that everything is linked, and so we have to make sure we defend the freedoms that we have, and we have to take back a lot of the freedoms that we've lost. Oh yeah, you're 100 percent right. Um, and, and you were talking about how you know speech doesn't equate to violence. There's a fun saying that was taught when I was, when I was a kid, because I was a fat kid, as you know, and I was bullied quite a bit in <laughs> elementary so school. Fat. Yeah, it really was. Well, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I mean, the Democrats have lost sight of that childhood phrase, and, and the, ugh, I, I don't even want to talk about them anymore. So anyway, well, What guys, about the fat, the fat sex therapist who said that um, it's personal, well, basically me and you, Peter, because we're personal trainers, personal trainers are the same thing as Nazis. And that putting a child on a diet is, acu- is akin to sexual abuse. Well, I mean... Women, seven, like 700 fucking pounds. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a whole lot of self-hatred right there that she's just... She'll, she'll be dead of a heart attack soon, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, guys, if you like the episode ending on that note, then please um, share this with an Empire State conservative or even someone we mentioned earlier, someone who is leaving the Democratic Party. You're thinking about it because they're sick of how... They're going, how far left they're going, just how crazy they're acting now. Like now they're not even making any sense. None of their arguments are rational. None of them are valid. Nobody wants what they're doing, and yet they're still pushing it. So share it with someone who you feel this episode will help. Also, if you can, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever it is, and that really helps us. Leave us a five-star review. That will really help us move up the rankings, and we are in New York State in terms of political podcasts that are done for the state level. Also, if you can help us out, for just $5 a month, comes out to $60 for the year, you get the Don't Let Fear Take Your Freedom wristband, which Evan and I are wearing, and you also get mailbag access. So every time we have a guest, we're going to email you and our donors and say, what would you like us to ask the DS? We'll give you a bio if you don't know who he or she is, and you'll be able to ask them questions. That way, we, you help us, we help you. If you can do $50 for the year, not only do you get mailbag access and the, and the wristband, you'll also get an Empire Second Service Network t-shirt, which, I mean... It has that logo on Evan's flag you see there if you're watching, except it's on the left chest. And on the back, it says, don't let fear take your freedom. I believe that is in Navy, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Navy. And also, yeah, and that's just for $50 for the year. So you save $10 a year and get a shirt on top of the wristband and the mailbag access. And also, we have a store, as you can see with what Evan's wearing. Don't let fear take your freedom hat, an AOC shirt. And there's plenty more where that came from. We have a whole MAGA Man series. It's so corny, but people have actually bought a bunch of it. So feel free to go to our store, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com forward slash store to check all that out. Find something you like. And again, all the proceeds, all the profit we make, we don't keep. We put it back in the ads and we are paying to reach you. The reason we're doing this is that we're on a mission. We're trying to rile up the conservative base in New York State so that in 2020, we can take back the state legislature so we can move against Cuomo and his radical socialist agenda. Also, we have an event coming up. Now it's in June, but we're going to talk about it every single damn episode. So Evan. Please take it away. 
Yeah, so Prey NYC has been moved to June 22nd. It was going to be the, six, the 16th but or the 15th, but unfortunately I have something going on. So we are working with Solomon Tech June 22nd, Central Park between 106th and 107th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chris Wright's going to be there. Vicky Palladino is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Peter's going to be there. If Justin's still alive somewhere, he will be there. Solomon Tack will be there. We are go- it's going to be a nice day in the park for the family. Uh, Rabbi Menashe Bovit will lead us in a prayer at sundown. It's going, to be, it's going to be great. Um, we have shirts on sale at the store. If you buy a shirt, 100% of the profits goes to Tunnels to Towers. Also, there's a GoFundMe. So if you go on to GoFundMe's website and search PrayNYC, you will see our logo on there. And all of that money that we've raised there is going to Tunnels to Towers to support Gold Star families of military and first responders because they are the people that need it most. These people made the ultimate sacrifice for us. So let's make sure that our money is not going to people who don't deserve it, who don't want to work, but people who have sacrificed and bled and died for this country. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, again, check that out. The link to it is in the bio, whether you're listening to or watching this. So you can click on that, get more information and donate whenever possible. But guys, thanks so much again for watching or listening. I'm Pete. That's Evan. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll come back at you next week. Have a good one. Hey, everyone. It's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.